Hi. Hi, Eleanor, Eve, and Andrew. Hi, fellow humans. Hi, nature. Hi, trees and horse poop and horses and sun and heat. Hi, birds, with your noises and songs. Hi, friends, in other words. Today is a wonderful day. We get to celebrate a baptism today, something we've been working toward for months, all the way up to yesterday when Jill and Rhonda were at Tractor Supply buying our baptismal font, having a Tractor Supply employee in their red vest lay down in there to see if a full-grown man would fit. And he was loving it from what I saw in the pictures. It's a special day. Today we get to baptize three members of our community. It's taken a lot of planning and a lot of doing to get here. Why do we do this? Why all this energy and effort and planning and doing? Simply put, today is a day that we celebrate belonging and commitment. Believe it or not, these are things that uh, we have too little of in the world today, belonging and commitment. There is a smallness in our world today, smallness in hearts and smallness in minds, and we don't have many places that practice this, belonging and commitment. To belong to some places, you have to perhaps hide parts of yourself or pay big amounts of money or do something extraordinary or have special skills or be beautiful or brilliant. Good news, you don't have to check any of those boxes to be here today. I remember when I was your age, Eve, Andrew, and Eleanor, I wanted to belong to a group. So uh, the first thing I did is I tried out for the elementary school choir. No, no one had ever told me that I was a bad singer. So I thought it was a good idea until the, the choir teacher gave me a little slip of paper after my audition with my score on it, and it said, minimum score needed, 37. Your score, 24. And right beneath that it said, did you make it? Question mark, exclamation mark. Which I thought was a really silly thing to put on there. Maybe she had never not had anyone make it before. Undeterred, I tried out for the other club that we had at my elementary school. It was uh, handbells. Do they still have those? Yeah, some schools do. I tried out for the handbells. I just couldn't, I couldn't get it to work, so I didn't make it into that group either. But I had another plan. Two of my friends, Ryan and Larry, we decided to start our own club then. Fine, if I can't be in choir, if I can't be in the handbell club, we'll, they didn't make it either, apparently. So we decided we would bring hats to school, and we would wear them clipped around our right front belt loop. That was our thing. That was our club. That was it. That was the extent of it. So the next day, the other guys brought their hats, but my dad said I couldn't. So I didn't bring my hat. I was working on an assignment at my desk when I, noted, I noticed a folded up piece of paper on the corner, so I put down my pencil, I unfolded the paper, 
and it simply said on there, sorry, man, you're out. It's a true story. The search for a club continued, and eventually I found my people. People I felt that I could be myself around. People that would welcome and accept me, even if I couldn't bring a hat to school. It was friend groups and sports teams, and eventually Miss Heather, and then Haddon and Ellis, and Milo the dog, and Jinx the cat, and Peace of Christ Church. This community where we share our lives together. You three realize that's what we're doing. We're sharing our lives together. We weep together. We celebrate together. For example, today we celebrate belonging. Belonging. I, I would say to you, this is basically the work of Jesus and what Jesus was always about doing. Once people came to him and said, hey, we found this woman sinning. Can we kill her? And he was like, Ugh, well, I know your silly rules say you can kill her, but I guess if we're going to do that, then how about the first person who's never messed up, they can throw a stone at her and start it. And they were like, oh, well, I guess there's room for her in this world. I guess she gets to belong. Once Jesus told a story and said, being a part of a church is like if you planted a garden and then one day you saw that it was full of weeds, but you decided I better let it all grow up together because if I go out there tromping and stomping around to get the weeds out, I'm going to crush all the little plants as well. So I'll just let it all grow together. He was telling them, make space in your garden, make space in your club, make space in your world for the people that you think are weeds because if you go out there just trying to pick out everything you don't want, you're going to do more harm than good. If you insist on having a pure and perfect and pristine garden, you will tromp and stomp all over everyone. Once at the end of Jesus' time on earth, he met all his closest friends on top of a mountain, and he told them, go into all the world, all the world, even out to Spirit Rain's ranch, and teach people to live like I showed you with my own life, and make God's family bigger and bigger and bigger. And every time someone wants to let the world know that they're part of God's family and they want to live the way of Jesus in this world, then you should baptize them. Jana just read these words for us. We're here to celebrate belonging today. The other reason we're here today is to celebrate commitment. Commitment. Baptism is a commitment that you are making to your community this community and the other communities you belong to and to the world you're telling everyone that you are serious about following the way of Jesus in your life in your school in your home and even with your friends and enemies like when Jesus said the greatest person is the one who serves others and when Jesus said take care of those who need it even if all you can do is give them a cup of cold water. And today is not just about your commitments to us and your commitments to this community, but it's about our commitment to you also, Andrew, Eleanor, and Eve. We, and Eve. we are committing to you. Your people here are making promises to you today also. Take a look around. 
We are promising to be there for you, to be your aunts and your uncles, your grandmas and your grandpas, your brothers and your sisters. We are promising to be your people, your friends that you can count on when the hardness or the smallness of life comes after you and it gets tough. We are committing to you also today. And last, I want to talk about the process that got us here to this wonderful day. The process. It's been a whole community effort that we've been working on for five months, as Aurelia said. In many churches, if you want to get baptized, you just have to go talk to the pastor, usually an older guy, and he'll say, do you believe this? Check, check, check. And have you memorized this? Check, check, check. Do you have the right answers to this? Check, check, check. But we did something different to get to today, didn't we? Together we dreamed up and we did a four-part journey process. These included service. Miss Jana talked about that a minute ago. Why service? Why did we say service has to be a part of our baptism process? Well, we are a people who do stuff, not just think about stuff. We are a people who show love in our actions, not just memorizing things. Love is something we do, not just something we feel or think about. So you and Jana, our lead deacon, you talked about ideas for serving others, and then you came up with your own ideas and did them. You did. Eleanor, Eleanor, there you are. Hi. You made care packages for people who are experiencing homelessness, and you involved this community to do that with you and you involved your school friends and you involved the buy nothing group of your local area as well i mean you thought big you thought really big and that circle just kept growing you were inviting all kinds of people to join you in that service i love it andrew you led a neighborhood cleanup for a new park being built in your area, a park that is intended to raise awareness and honor children who have tragically died. You invited this community to join you and your neighbors and your friends, and you all did that together, and then you had a cookout afterward, if I remember correctly. I love it. I love every bit of it. Please, keep doing stuff like that. And Eve, you made incredibly detailed and intricate handmade cards for kids enduring cancer treatment. From what I understand, each card itself was an experience for the person who would be opening it. It wasn't something you open and toss away. It's something they'll keep forever and they will feel loved. I, and I love how you demonstrated your faith by serving and working in that way in each of you in different ways. May service always, always, always be woven into your story of what it means to follow Jesus. Second, we talked about beliefs and virtues. Our three main virtues as Christians are faith, hope, and love. You three and Naomi and Joyce, you met and you talked about what that looks like and how faith is like the roots of a plant that grow in the darkness and they bring nutrients up to the stem and how the stem is like hope that supports the plant and keeps it upright and through the, the storms of life, the hard times of life, the winds of life, and how the leaves and flowers and fruit, they grow and they fill our world with the nourishment of beauty and food, and we would say the nourishment of love. May you always be rooted in faith, 
held upright by hope and bear the beauty and fruit of love that our world needs so, so badly. Third, we talked about rituals and spiritual practices. You met with Pastor Aurelia, who taught you about the sacred rituals of our faith, like baptism and communion and altars and how we use them to mark important events and promises and times. And my hope is that sacred rituals like these and so many others will guide you through life and help you navigate the tough times of life. And you'll expand those rituals like you've already begun to do of inviting friends to cookouts when you serve and inviting friends to serve alongside you. And last, we talked about belonging. You met with me. We talked about belonging and how the church exists to teach the world how to live together and how to make belonging space for each other. We talked about how church is our school for belonging. In fact, on Sundays, instead of saying we're going to church, you can simply say we are going to belonging school this morning. That's what church is, where we are all students learning from Jesus, learning what it means to belong to the family of God and what that means for how we live our lives. And so together we decided to learn about these pieces of what it means to follow Jesus. And there's so many others. There's still more to learn. You haven't learned it all. I haven't learned it all. Miss Aurelia hasn't, Naomi, Jonathan, we haven't learned it all. There's so much more, but we're hoping to continue to learn together. And we're hoping that you will be the part of teaching us also what it means. Each of you has incredible gifts that you've already begun to weave into our community and weave into the world. Continue to be our teachers about belonging and commitment. And so I ask you, what does it mean to be a Christian? And what does baptism mean and living out one's baptism? What you're already doing. You're already doing it. Keep going. We're so glad that you want to be baptized today, that you want to weave your lives even more into the way of Jesus and the community of Jesus. And as we move toward that now and prepare to do it together, I invite everyone, all of us, to stand as you're able, and let's join in the litany for baptism. And as we do this, your community, we affirm with you your baptism. We affirm your belonging here, and we affirm our commitment to you.